Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Criminality, the podcast we started because loving reality TV isn't a crime. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. Very happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Sounds like I'm about to give you an award. I have no (laughs) award for you. I have to be quite honest with you, but being here, it's a prize, right? It's It's enough. It's an award in itself. Honestly, just being nominated (laughs) to have been here would have been enough. Um, Perfect. But no, I'm glad we reconnected because there's some things we need to talk about. Yes. And I think our listeners need to hear us talk about it and talk about it with us wherever they are because there's a, their Instagram's a buzz. And it is a buzz. Of course, we're talking about Netflix's Love is Blind, too. <sighs> so glad it's back. So glad it's back. Cannot, I don't know what time warp happens it's that show specific and I was reminded that it happened the same way with the first season I am not I I don't I can binge a show sure but past midnight I fade I fall asleep Mm -hmm. I it's like toothpicks in my eyes awake till two three whenever I finish I finish yeah that's what I did it's necessary it's necessary viewing I absolutely agree with you when they drop those and that's what they do to us it's very upsetting Um, but smart of it's very, you know, smart on their part to just be like, we're going to give you all of these. We're not going to give you one at a time. We'll give you a bunch at a time. And but not so, all. But not all of them. And yeah. we're definitely not going to give you the finale when you wanted it. But we will give them to you and and you have, and it's bingeable, but you could do it over a few days. I'm not doing that. I want them all five at once. Absolutely. I did save one because- Wow. Because I'm like maturing. I don't know. Growth. My birthday's next <laughs> month. Growing up? <laughs> but I was like, I'm saving one because I deserve to have another thing to look forward to on, on Saturday night because, you like know, I'm it. super cool. But mm-hmm. um, but like, let's get into it. I, I, I don't know that I feel like I can even come up with predictions. Like I could go either way with all of these couples. Yes. Um, so I don't know how to start this or where to start, but like, which couple do you want to start with? I guess. Okay. I'm pulling. I just pulled out their names. Let's start Perfect. with how about Mallory and Sal? They're kind okay. of vanilla to me. Oh, speaking of vanilla. Yeah. Um, that's, that's for the episode coming up. Um, oh, oh, I forgot. it's sort of fun that they could be Mal and Sal. Like how often sure. does that happen? But, um, I, I really feel like she wasn't into him at all and that she's forcing it. I know that's what well, I think. She, and she cries every time he sings, which is a lot. Um, I don't think you could feel emotion. I think at some point she's like, I just need him to stop. She crying to kind of like he's singing to me. Maybe he'll again. stop and like, like give me a Kleenex. 
Um, Rebecca, could you be serenaded to that often and that emotionally? And like, no, is that for no. you? It, it, it is way too intimate. I can't. I loved his serenade in the pod. I felt like sure. the wall made a really great natural barrier to like not have to face it in person. <laughs> and it was sweet. It's sweet the first time. Absolutely. Every scene, I was starting to feel like, Sal, are we trying to position ourselves here for something else? America's case, ukulele contest or maybe. something? Maybe. Also, no shade on the uke. Love a ukulele. Mm-hmm. Um, I strum. I strum. I strive mm-hmm. to be better at it. And nice. um, I, I love and appreciate like the lo-fi sound of a ukulele. I really do. But it's just too much. So too much too often. It like loses its specialness, right? Yeah. And whenever he talked about, I can't wait to serenade our kids. Can you imagine having like your three kids when they were small <laughs> and then wanting to give On kids a bath and you freaking hear a ukulele? <laughs> I would lose my mind. I actually think I could I could make an exception for like lullabies. I think that'd be kind of really sweet. But um, right now I'm feeling like this is just a little too much. He's relying on it too heavily. She's getting uncomfortable. Um, And I think she's, I don't know, she seems, spoiler alerts, everybody, if you haven't like gotten through, just skip ahead because we are going to say some things. But um, I'll put something in the time uh, time timestamp of where you can pick back up at because we have to discuss this. We can't hold back. Um, I feel like she gets to this place of being like, yes, I'm totally in love. I'm totally ready. But I don't believe her. Oh, no. I don't think she believes her. And I think that's the reason he keeps picking up a guitar because he's worried. I think he thinks it's going to work, but I think it's having the opposite effect. Backfiring. If you were to say right now, Mallory and Sal, who's going to say yes, who's going to say no, or both yes, both no? Um, I think Mallory's going to say no and he is going to, and Sal is going to say yes. I'm with you. I would say the exact same. No for, no for her. Yes for him. Although sometimes with editing, I feel like they really trap us in these things. Completely. And and like you, I remember last season with the one girl, not Mark Barnett and his, who he married, they ended up being a very good, bizarre match, but it works when you see them more together. It does make sense. But at first, it seemed just way out there to me. Right. Um, But yeah, I feel like we kind of get that. But Sal is so nice and sweet. And if he would shut up, I (laughs) would fall in love with him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He just needs to use his words like without the accompaniment of a melody. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, okay. Are you taking notes, by the way? I am. I'm writing down. this is recorded. We we will have something to go back to. (laughs) But I just want to know, like, how right or wrong we are because this is so exciting. Okay. So we've got both our votes for them. So then how about let's go over to um, Jarrett and Ayana. All right. Let's do this. Thoughts on them? I kind of... I kind of am loving them as a couple. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'm wondering if like her energy is a little like too much for him, even though he seems extroverted and very social. She's like kind of like high energy in a different way. Yeah. Not in a Shane way, but there's something about it that's not extrovert energy. It's 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 like not it's yeah. She doesn't seem to have like a chill mode. Right. And she seems like a very nice person. So nice. Nice, smart. He uses All the word the resilient. Things. I would agree. He uses like it a lot. Yes. yes. <laughs> Too often, maybe in the way that yeah. you would describe the love of your life. Yeah. And why you would choose them. Like, what are you going to put me through that you have to keep saying my resilient. best quality is that I'm resilient? Yeah. Agreed. Oh, it's foreshadowing. Shoot. So it the is. thing, obviously, like with them is that she was second choice. And how does she get over that? And how does he explain that? And 
I, you know, I think it's a struggle for them. I really do. I think she literally was second choice and she's kind of, I think maybe actually maybe her energy is nervous energy. Like she's just so insecure because she knows that and she's not like resting into the security of their relationship. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I would agree with you. I would say if I had to choose now, I think she, mm, I don't know. Cause I think that could be an edit. I actually think they were both going to say yes. Yeah, I think they both want to say yes. Like I see, okay. I think they seem like that's important to them. And like looking at their families and those those meetings seemed really real comparatively right, right. on the spectrum mm-hmm. of what we've seen. Um, I also just feel like I might like them. They might be my favorite couple. Yeah, no, I agree. He skeeved me out with that whole Mallory thing, but you know, it was it's a weird situation in it's general. A weird situation, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, all dating each other. Okay, let's go next know. one. Um, let's go Shaken Deeps. Yeah, okay. They're interesting. They are. Shake needs to get over himself a little bit. And like, I don't know. It, it, it was weird because he was so like, well, we we texted about his ferocious um, reveal with yeah. Deeps. And like, Having it was baby in so much. But also like, then why all of a sudden did that, that fade for him I don't quite understand and um makes me question like a lot about him his sincerity mm-hmm. and um also somebody messaged us on our Instagram and said someone needs to tell Shake that he's not the better looking one of the two I know <laughs> and I was like thank you I think she just said what I wanted to articulate like this is not the second runner-up situation. No, no, no. She's so beautiful. Yeah, she's the prize in this situation for, for sure. sure. His mother knows that she's the prize. Yeah. Everyone but his, does. The way he talked about the intimacy issues with his mom was too, no. I don't need that on my television. I just don't. I, I don't think the mom needed that. I, no I, one did. I didn't. I don't his need my aunt kids to His aunt surely didn't need to know that because there Absolutely. is an aunt out there that is too much like his future bride. And she has to live knowing with ooh, her nephew thinking that. Ooh. Oh my gosh. So what I'm do you, him. what do you think of them? Uh, mm, I think, I think they'll both say yes, but I don't know that they'll be together by the time there's a reunion. Mm, okay. I feel like maybe he'll say no, that he wants ooh. to stay engaged and like work on it a little longer. Okay. Although when he sees her, she looks so stunning and like yeah. the traditional uh, he might I'm not sure but I'll I'm go with what I originally said okay so okay. no and what so, do you think she's gonna say I think she's gonna say yes I think okay. she um I kind of want her to say no I kind of want her to be like if this is not enough for you like I can definitely find someone right for whom it is but I am not sure she seems so all in and resolved um I think she likes the idea of what their life could be yeah um, and in a lot of ways, I do think they're compatible. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So she's yes. And he's a no, but let's stay together. Okay. And then I don't think I got a definitive answer from you on Jarrett and oh. Ayana. Oh, okay. I'm going to say they're both going to say yes. Okay. Fair. Okay. Next, do you want to do, uh, these are the last two. So Shane and Natalie or Danielle and Nick, which, which one do you want to do? Let's do, uh, Nick and Danielle. Exhausting. That- Okay, now, because they said yes so quickly, which also, why do you say yes so quickly? You have like 12 days. Let's fight about something. Let's let's do, you know, like, let's let me irritate you a little bit and let's see where we're at. 
because they yeah. got engaged at three. You had more time, you dum dums. I know, um, but didn't you terrible think strategy? They were going to be Cameron and Lauren, like like yes, you thought, in the oh, beginning. This is great. Well, that's why I think they said yes so quickly. I think that's why I asked so quickly. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, they've clearly positioned them to be the Cam and Lauren. And sometimes that just happens. And they they seemed like those people. And to be honest, I've, I've like gone circles around this. I think they are in their own over analytical, really into therapizing every conversation way. Like they oh, might be so a match made in heaven. So I know it's like falling apart, but I think it's like, I think they thrive on it. Like, yeah, that doesn't seem healthy at all. (laughs) It doesn't seem fun. I'll tell you that. So exhausting. It seems so if everything you say is always analyzed and always you, you can't win, you can never win. And somebody's always wanting to fight with you both ways. I think they both want to fight with each other all the time. It also dilutes the times you really need to like go into that place and be Mm -hmm. like, look, there's some patterns here or this is like a trauma from my earlier life. But like when every single situation warrants like those that language and the toxic and the trauma, they they throw those words around. In my opinion, in places it like might not warrant it. It's like, how do you get to the bottom of anything actually real? Mm-hmm. Oh, what was the conversation <sighs> about? I saw you walking with that girl and you just yelled. I was talking to her about capitalism. capitalism. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, is that a safe word? Like what? Like what? Like where, I guess where did that come the from? point was like, it wasn't sexy. It was capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess depending on who you are, that is like not something to worry about. But um, that was weird and not, not explained well by the show at all. No, I, I did like it. Just a random yelling of that that was yes oh my gosh yeah so what do you think who's saying yes who's saying no I think they're both gonna say yes do you think they both will okay Mm -hmm. you you know what I think you're probably right because they're you've seen the last episode right so they're the first ones to show up to get married I think you're right I think they're gonna give us a softball they're obviously yes and then going in yeah I would say yes for both of them I mean I will say uh not cam Nick looks like a deer in headlights at the wedding. I know he's sweating. It's hot, but mm-hmm. he, he looks like he's having an out-of-body experience. So yeah. that could be like alarming or a cue, but something tells me that they both know like who else would <laughs> put up with this. Like, we met a lot of people in the pod and nobody else wanted this. Yeah. He looks sweatier on his wedding day than he did in the hot dog costume. And that's really saying <laughs> something. <laughs> true why well I guess we know I mean yeah it's I really love just the stills from that just them sitting in those food oh my gosh and there's like already memes about it it's yes it's so good it very much feels like if Carrot Top was trying to get into a relationship (laughs) with somebody you know what I do want to say um I really liked Danielle and I still do like she definitely like leaned in a little too hard into this like you're gonna hurt me I'm just waiting sort of thing and it's annoying Mm -hmm. But she's fun. And like, I thought it was so funny when they went to her apartment, like the costumes, obviously, but like, she's like into rock bands still, like who still yeah. plays that? And then like the fact that she like, I don't know, she seems quirkier than I thought she is and like right. a little more fun loving. And like, I don't know, I, I, I yeah. really, I kind of hope they make it. Um. <laughs> yeah, it, it can go two ways with that though. Cause that can be a yeah. lot when she's like, my friends, you know, you have to be okay with them breaking my stuff. Actually, no, I don't. Maybe your friends could just calm down when they come over here That's and true. That's not true. stand on tables. I promise it's possible. So That's there's true. It's like a weird immaturity thing. I, I think it was just a little like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say I want to be in yeah, this you're right, marriage you're right. And commitment. And then also like, let's wear hot. Do- I mean, you can, but 
It's it's a lot. It was I a wonder lot. if it's a little delayed onset. If in her, you know, at one point in her life, she was overweight and she wasn't that free and having that kind of yeah. fun. If she's sort of like experiencing it now in this new version of herself. Right. So I'm going to throw her some like, you know, a little latitude on that. Well, I'm going to let you. Okay. Dance next on the tables, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last one is Shane and Natalie. What did you say on Instagram about Shane this week? Oh yeah. This, Okay. Was this our most engaged with post? It has um, to be. <laughs> so as all of you that have watched, you probably felt like he was familiar. Mm-hmm. Shane, that is. Like, I'm like, where have I seen and heard him? Like his the way he talked, his mouth, his hair, his eyes. It was all like feeling very familiar. And then it Shep came to mind. I'm like, Shep Rose. Yes. But it wasn't quite because Shep's got like a certain classic handsomeness to him that Shane doesn't quite have. He's got like a little bit less conventional good looks. Like he was cooked a little too long. Cooked a little too long. And that would lead to Jim Carrey. So if Jim Carrey and Shep Rose had a love child, it is Shane. However, some Instagram um, followers brought up Gary Busey. Classic Gary. I mean, definitely could be just father son. Like forget the hybrid like that. They look related. Um, so, so yeah. And once you see it though, you can't unsee it. And he even talks a little like Shep. I go back and forth on her, but I I think I like Natalie. I think she's like kind of the straight man of the show. Like she's like kind of quietly sarcastic. She seems to have her stuff together. She's beautiful. She's cute and sweet. I never got their connection in the pod. Like Shane was just like, I'm so into Natalie. Like it was obvious he was into Shayna and why what are you wearing? like what, what they, are you wearing? <laughs> the, what they had was very clear. I'm like what he yeah. and Natalie has wasn't, they didn't show it at least. Do you sure. feel like that? No, I didn't really get it. Like whenever she was upset and he was confused on who he was talking to, I was like, how did you think he was even into you? It just didn't really, cause I guess he yeah, put her name on a notebook. No. It was, yeah, that was, Oh yeah. He put his, her, with a heart. Maybe? I guess all along he, he was just like kind of using Shayna for these like fun pod sexy talks and then like was looking at Natalie as like actual potential which sucks for both of them absolutely doesn't feel good for either no I feel like Natalie could do well I don't know what do you think anyone I don't think she should choose Shane I think Shane has a type I don't think it's uh a nice person (laughs) I mean I just think he's not ready to he's not ready to get married he's not ready to settle down I don't think but I'm gonna say that he's going to say yes and she's gonna say no I'm gonna go out on a limb on that one Yes mm-hmm. for her, no for I mean, guess for him, no for her. Interesting. I'm going to say I want to follow your lead on this, but I'm going to go different and say maybe that they are the ones that just it's like a no. Okay. I feel like something's going to happen with them. And I feel really bad that I want more Shayna drama because oh, I yeah. usually am not that person with these shows. Like, mm-hmm. but when she came on that beach scene, with the that hat. stupid hat, yes. I mean, she was pulling like a Heather DeBrow. Like, she had some things prepared. Oh, yeah. There was a... But she was drunk yes. and slurring her speech. Yeah. And it was really embarrassing. Yeah. Well, it was funny because it could have gone one of two ways, really. Like, you really did think he could have said, oh, what am I doing? I thought there was a chance I thought they he would was get gonna. back together. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But even he was like, oh, this is not, this is not good at all. And she and dug her own grave there, I think. She, and she kind of doubled down into it and, like, your relationship, your fake relationship and, like, talking smack about them to the other people like what are they talking about what do mm-hmm. they ha- I was like wow I mean she must have just been so like 
self-assured that this could end well, or yeah. she just wanted to make a big enough mark so that there's something for her after all of this. Right. Like, I know. Yeah. But you know, what's funny about this show uh, more than any other show. I don't love a love show. It's just not really my thing. Yeah. The dating shows bachelor. Me, none of that. Me too. Not really my thing. I fast forward through kissing. I just like oh, all cute. the, any sweet, every time <laughs> Sal picks up a guitar, I have fast forward. I don't even know what happens. Um, but when there's a little bit of drama, I'm like totally into right it. there. But it cracks me up. Cause I'm like, this show is literally about people finding their matches and falling in love. And I'm like, Nope, not that. Come on. We're Shana. We're Shana in her stupid hat. <laughs> I know it's so Silly. true. It's like sometimes those moments that are too earnest. I'm like, I can't, look Oh, too I can't. Close. I will be blinded. Not when, especially when they say things like we've already been through so much together. Oh like, my gosh. I customs? know. Did you just go I through know. customs? Is that it? food poisoning I know it's a lot but yeah, yeah it's pretty crazy and I mean I guess we can't talk about the Kyle and Shayna of it all since we they're can. not really I part think of we it can we're but at like, this point our our timestamp is really far into the future might as well so it's not gonna we hurt need it. to tighten this up but like, got it that was crazy like her face when he first proposed said it all mm-hmm. she was not prepared she did not want it I think she was just like maybe he's hot maybe he's hot and so she said yes and then he wasn't in her mind, not and oh, it's just been awkward ever since when he went to her house, her mom and brothers. That was a dark, dark moment in the timeline of my life. Uh, it felt like one for him. And why was he trying so hard? Is it because she was hot? Yeah, I mean, men so men. I don't get it. I mean, don't you think like? It has she to wasn't be. It's particularly not likable. Yeah. Oh. And she sounded hot in the pod, obviously. Like, I know. Sometimes translates. I'm like, you should do a voice thing, like how they do a on Mask Singer. Yeah. We need a voice disorder. And Shake can't ask women if he can put them on his shoulders. I okay, think at that's, this point, then we're going to be slipping one. notes underneath like a wall and just be like typewritten, Ariel, yeah, yeah. 12, <laughs> no double space. That's all you get. You use Comic Sans, you're out. Yeah, don't even no want to spell know check you. either. We don't yeah. want spell check. Got to see what yeah, you're really let's see working what you're with. You're made of. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, there we have it. Wait, did we put in a prediction? Yes, we did for Natalie and Shane. Um, yes. I, I really do. I'm really hoping that there'll be like a couple good big drama yeah. moments um, in oh, the yeah. last couple. How many? I think more we only have there? one episode. I think what? there's only they're doing one them all left. in one. I think it is. Ugh. I know. Okay. And then we'll get a reunion with Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey, which what have they done? Every time they come on, I'm like, oh, I forgot you were even here. Why are you here? They just need hosts, I'd no, say. It's a um, show that doesn't. Yeah. St- yeah. Those scenes are dumb, like where they're all involved. I don't like it. Mm-mm. Our show has been around for more than three years now, which is really something to celebrate. But when I think back over all of our episodes, one that really sticks in my mind, of course, is the one about the bling ring. There were literally teenagers breaking into the homes of celebrities and stealing thousands, if not millions of dollars worth of items. There is just something so scary about someone being in your home without your knowledge, even beyond just having your things taken. And that's why when it comes to home security, I only trust my home to Simply Safe. Simply Safe isn't just some old fly-by-night security system. It was actually named the best home security systems 2024 by the US News and World Report. On top of that, Newsweek named it Best Customer Service and Home Security, which is really huge because if my house or the people that are in it are in jeopardy, I want to know that I'm speaking with people who are there to help me. 
We've had Simply Safe in my house for several years now, and Rebecca got her system last year. And there's a lot of comfort in knowing that I have indoor and outdoor cameras all around the house. And if you aren't sure whether it's something you'd actually use, you should definitely give it a try. There are no contracts and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind. We want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/criminality. That's simplysafe.com/criminality. There's no safe like Simply Safe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wow. Well, thanks for indulging that, everybody. I'm Melissa. Um, I'm so glad we finally got to process and That was notes. our entire recap of uh, <laughs> Love is Blind. Too bad there wasn't a crime we could have thrown in. We could have called it a day. But the night is young, and I do have a story for you. Yay, I can't wait. And we're going to kind of venture into new territory, Melissa. Literal territory. Because this program, do you know how Danny Pellegrino calls... TV shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I find that so adorable. Mm -hmm. He's like, and I'm watching this program, but he's referring Mm -hmm. to Real Housewives. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) Um, Real estate. I don't know that we've done any real estate reality shows. And I will say I am a sucker for them. Not the one I'm going to talk about, but that's just how the uh, that's how things shook out for me. Uh, We're going to explore the monotonous formula of real estate (laughs) home improvement show flip or flop. And it stars Tarek El Moussa and Christina Hack, who seem to save their best drama for when the camera isn't rolling. Gosh, that show bores me. I just really? cannot. Yeah. Have you watched it ever? I think I've seen it like in a doctor's office, you know, like in exactly. the waiting room. That's it. It's so unoffensive. They play it in a doctor's waiting room. Like, mm-hmm. that's not the sign of a good show. Like, the fact that most people won't hate something isn't right. doesn't make it good. I mean, who am I? There's like tens of millions of viewers, so I don't pretend to be the authority here. Um, But for anyone unfamiliar, Flip or Flop, the basic premise follows formerly married couple Tarek and Christina. We will get to what happened there. Don't worry. They purchase homes in need of either cosmetic facelift kind of makeover or a full gut renovation. And they do the work themselves while with their team. And then they're both real estate agents. That's their background. So they flip them. The definition of flipping a property is buying it, selling it, buying it, renovating it, and selling it in a very short period of time. So a house that was sold twice within the same year is technically a flip. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, just like to I didn't know that. possible. Didn't know there's a timeline there. Learn Correct. something new every day. Me too. Um, so flip or flop strangely has to do with, so the title refers to, is this house going to be a flip? Are they going to successfully sell it or will it flop and they'll lose money, won't sell it? It has nothing to do with the fact that Tarek wears actual flip flops, which I take great issue with. And I don't want to belabor this point, but I don't like saying men shouldn't wear things because I would never want someone to say women shouldn't wear whatever, right? Men should just stop wearing flip flops, my husband included. 
I allow it on vacation. Thank you. But otherwise, no. And even then, I prefer a slide. When my husband wears flip-flops, this is just between all of us, <laughs> he, he forgets how to walk. And it's not the flip-flop I hear. It's a shuffle-shuffle flip-flop. And I, Melissa, I almost lose my mind. And once we were in Puerto Rico, I have to share this. And we had gone on like an excursion, like um, a nighttime kayak in this like bioluminescence water. Like you go at midnight and it's like glows. Mm. Beautiful. But we like were about to miss the bus back to our hotel. So it was pitch dark, no (laughs) streetlights, Puerto Rico. But wait, there's wild horses on this island. My husband's, I don't know if he was behind me or in front of me, but I was like, is it a horse or is it you in flip flops? I don't know. But I was terrified because I thought it was a horse and I didn't know if they were going to like knock me over, but it was just my husband shuffling along in flip flops. So when I see a man in them, especially at a construction site, I'm like, come on, dude. That is wild to me. My husband is a flip flop enthusiast and it is, it's enraging and I hate it. But not we're in Florida, so it's. A I was little just bit... gonna say you live in Florida. Also, Tarek and Christina live in Southern California. I understand there are contextual, you know, context matters. Yeah, it does. Construction site? No, absolutely not. But it, I'm always hoping foolish. in a nice way that won't actually happen. But like sometimes I daydream that when my husband's working on something in the shop, it will fall on like his foot, oh, it, not right. to take it off, but no, just to just... startle him. To just hurt him a bad enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also, you know, sometimes things get lost. I don't know. I don't know where your flip flops went. Like, didn't you wear them in um, Puerto Rico? Yeah, we accidentally, (laughs) I accidentally wore my husband's outside and stood on the back back of it when I was bringing the dog out and it broke and I did not claim that it was me. I just put them (laughs) back. They were broken. I can't find new ones. So now he is wearing slides. See? Best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Slides really opened up a whole new, whole new world for men and uh, toe showing. This episode is brought to you by slides. (laughs) (laughs) cannot believe we are this far into the episode and we've mostly talked about love is blind and flip-flops super sorry go ahead let's move on i will say i think at some point he started wearing better shoes like as like they got more money his style he got a stylist clearly um but frankly i'm shocked christina ever ever allowed it yeah okay so the show debuted in 2013 and this show is still going strong by the way despite Everything I'm about to tell you, as we were talking about, the show is very vanilla. And that was one of the the clues. It's just, it's vanilla. It's like everyone's happy with vanilla ice cream. Like, you know, even if you don't like it, you don't hate it. Probably you're probably not allergic to it either. So it's just, it's just vanilla. If you've seen one episode, you've seen all of them. Um, Tarek and Christina live in Orange County, California, and they zero in on properties in that area and the greater Los Angeles um, area. The homes are usually bank owned or short sales or in some stage of foreclosure. So they get them at a really good price, put in a budget, they set a budget and then they attempt to resell them. There's always like a very underwhelming scene where they're picking out um, countertops or tile every episode. And uh, Christina always wants one that is not in the budget and they have a moment where they talk about it and Tarek always says no and she's always like but believe me but we'll get more money if we do it every single time (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then the other thing that always happens is there's always a discovery like bugs or bad pipes or a crack in the foundation there's always like oh no now will we you know will this project fail and Tarek nailed his shoe to one of the boards. You know, <laughs> yes, Tarek is stuck. Oh, Tarek. <laughs> um, 
So there's always some information that might threaten their profit margin. But lo and behold, Melissa, they always work it out. They always come in on time, always on budget. They always sell the house for a profit. Thus, it is usually a flip, not a flop. In fact, to date, there has only been one flop on the show in the portfolio of properties. It was the third season. The couple were in the red by like barely $5,000 at the end of it. And it's because they went big on a clawfoot tub, which I support, uh, which cost $3,300. And I don't remember this specific episode, but I would imagine Christina advocated for it and he right. didn't. And then it was the one that flopped. But that shouldn't be called flip or flop. It should be called flip dot, 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 one time flop. Mostly flip, flipping yeah. out. Yeah. Like I know. I'm not flipping out. I know. I'm with Oh, flipping out flipping would be, out. I wonder Lewis. what year that started. I don't know. That was gold. It's interesting because while obviously flipping homes has in, you know been around long before these shows were, they do, I will say, Tark and Christina and shows like this on HGTV are definitely credited with the boom our country has seen, like the mid 2000 or 2010s. Like this became a real thing that people wanted to do more of. Right. And this industry really skyrocketed. I actually think flipping out was before that because it was before oh, the market crashed like 2000 oh, whatever okay. because then okay. he had to kind of change his business. That's what I do remember. Like then they started doing design and stuff. That comes into this story too. So that's really interesting. More interesting than, than flip or flop. <laughs> so they obviously popularized this whole notion of flipping houses, but more importantly, and I think strategically, they made it look very easy and that's going to be important later. But before we get to that, I want to just back up a little because there's about to be some major cracks in their proverbial foundation. Um, but let's understand a little bit who these people are. Now, real estate was actually always part of Christina and Tarek's story and their brand long before we know them on HGTV. They met at a Prudential real estate office where Christina got a job right after college. Tarek was already there working as a successful agent. They started dating and they opened up a successful office of their own El Musa property group where they sold real estate and that was pretty much their focus. They were agents. And if you look at them in Southern California, like you know, they look like news anchors, like they, they yeah, would be successful because they kind of looked the part and they did very well for themselves. They were living in a rental at $6,000 a month. This was pre-recession. Then 2008 came, as you mentioned, and they really had to rethink their business because they were not able to sell homes right. for the same profits that they were in the years prior. So not only could they maintain those those levels of business, they also couldn't maintain their lifestyle. And they moved out of that $6,000 rental into a $700 a month apartment, big lifestyle change. Yeah. And that's when they decided the next move would be flipping. So a year or so into doing this, they'd married by now. They married in um, 2013. So a year or so into flipping properties, they started sharing their work on Instagram and they would share the before and afters. And Tarek, Tarek decided this, this could be something because people were responding to it right. and really, you know, they were growing their following. So he wrote an email pitching himself and Christina to HGTV and said, have a show idea. This is what we're doing now. Obviously, Jeff Lewis's show already existed. There was a market for this and they probably sure. saw themselves fitting into it. HGTV responded and said, send us an audition tape. So they did. He filmed it himself. And from the time they sent that tape in a year and a half later, the pilot was made and aired. 
And you and I both know how fast that is. Like these things can take time, but this Mm -hmm. moved pretty quickly, all things considered. Now, I couldn't find season one ratings, but their 2020 ratings came in at over 9 million and they're consistently ranked one of the top cable shows in several demographic categories. Now, when the show starts, they have one daughter named Taylor and several years in, we'll see them welcome their second child, Brayden. So they're really living their life on this show. I mean, they're not really like they're not revealing anything, but we see a happy couple, a daughter, and then they have their son. So this growing family, this growing business. And if you talk to Tarek and Christina now, and you might, um, (laughs) they'll say that like, yes, the show came with a lot of success, but it also came with a lot of pressure and drama. And Melissa, this is not our first rodeo. We have seen that the fame from these shows, the money that comes in and accompanies these stories sometimes gets in the way and complicates things. But it's also sometimes hard for me to uh, muster up the sympathy for these stars who complain about this when you're watching them kind of build an empire in front of your eyes. And there are definitely current articles and interviews where both of them say the fame has really cramped their lifestyle and it's very hard to deal with, which I don't doubt it is. But I would like to remind them that they should go back and reflect to the very first season of the show because something truly remarkable happened. A viewer wrote in to the show's producer saying that she was a nurse and that she could see a lump in Tarek's throat and that she really had seen this before and it really looked to her like it could be thyroid cancer and that he should get it checked. They told this to Tarek. He did. He got two scans and in fact, he had thyroid cancer. More scans revealed he had testicular cancer as well. So were it not for this show, and and he talks about actually how he'd been to the doctor for other things, and two doctors previously had completely missed both of these these things. And and you and I talked offline about the the importance of a second opinion, and my gosh, like this is another example. Yeah. Or just get on TV where other people can look at you and tell you they'll tell you what's wrong with you. And sometimes it would be actually helpful (laughs) medical information. Wow. So he endures surgery and treatment for both of these cancers with the demands of a show rising in popularity and a young family. It was a very tough time for the couple. He also injured his back, which required pain medication. So he was up and down on that as well. They also simultaneously wanted that second child but we're having a very hard time getting pregnant and they had two failed rounds of IVF. Now this is all while shooting a show, all of that. It's a lot. Finally, Christina did get pregnant on their own and she had to be on bed rest with very limited activity. And this was right after Tarek's recovery and during shooting. And honestly, just reading it makes me emotionally drained and physically exhausted. So I can't imagine living through it. Yeah. But they came through to the other side with the baby And I think viewers watched and were kind of rooting for them and thinking this is all amazing. Like, look, they've come back. They're healthy. He's alive. They're together. And they have this new baby. But unfortunately, the worst was yet to come. And it would not be all granite and grayish for the couple. Sorry, I was trying to think of something other than glitter and gold. I'm going to do a lot of real estate puns. great. I love it. I love it. When I heard the word grayish for the first time, I was like, okay. Changes everything, right? what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Grayish is um, basically where we've all been living for the past 10 years of design. Mm -hmm. So in 2016, after three successful years of flip or flop, it seemed Tarek and Christina's personal curb appeal was becoming a little less appealing. 
Guys, I can't stop. Okay. No, please don't stop whatever you do. I love these. I love real estate. So people wondered if there was trouble in paradise when a very scary story surfaced about Tarek. In May of 2016, police reported to Tarek and Christina's home after a 911 call was placed saying there was a man with a gun who had fled the home. Now, there's a lot out about this story. Melissa, do you remember this happening? And if so, what do you remember about it? I I knew there was trouble with the law and that's all I knew. That's that's it. Okay. Well, that's great because now I can tell you because I read just about everything out on the internet and there's a lot. And you know when it's like all versions of the same, this feels a little balloon boyish, right? Like what really happened and could it right. have really been Tarek running around with a gun? Like it just seemed so impossible to imagine. Um, so I've read everything and here's my best attempt at reconstructing what happened that day. So it was actually Christina's friend who saw Tarek remove a gun from their very locked and safe and secure um, safe in the master bedroom. Already I have questions. Right, why, is, right, right. why is the friend in the bedroom? Uh, why isn't Christina home? And she is. And I'm not like casting any yeah. shade on that. I'm just like, that's interesting. So Christina's friend is the one who saw him take the gun and she asked what he was doing and he didn't answer. He put it in a backpack and left the house abruptly and appeared upset. So the friend called Christina who called the police. So I assume Christina was not far because by the time the police got to the house, Christina was also there and the, the police arrived and she was shaking and crying and communicated that she didn't know if he was gonna hurt himself or what, but that he was very upset. A lot of reports say there was uh, an altercation, but nobody verified it, and uh, including Tarek and Christina. Meanwhile, Tarek, and we know this because he said it, had gone out their back door into their backyard, jumped their fence, and their property, I guess, connected to a path. They live in like mm -hmm. the canyons of Orange County, not like the beach. And it connected to uh, a state park, Chino Hills State Park, where people go hiking. So he was going there. So law enforcement deployed a helicopter and 11 squad cars to locate him, which I am not sure what happened for the average citizen. Right. I think this is like, they know it's a high profile situation. I'm thinking, although it is a man with a gun, maybe they yeah. would, maybe they would. I take that back. Not sure. So they spot him. They tell him to put the gun down. They yell their orders and he completely and totally complies. He surrenders the gun and he tells them he was just going for a hike to blow up some steam and he took the gun in case of a run-in with wildlife, including mountain lions, which are in that area, right. which is always the most wild thing about LA to me and Southern California is that there's mountain lions walking around. It's like alligators in Florida. It's just like, right. how is this possible? But how it's is true. this real life? I saw a coyote in my friend, um, my friend's neighborhood in LA when I was staying there and I was terrified, just like in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> Right. It's crazy. Hmm. So that's where our um, mountain lion clue comes in. Hmm. The, co the cops and him go home. I don't even know if he went to the police station or not. It doesn't seem that there were any uh, charges filed because he was uh, allowed to carry the weapon he had. It was he owned it legally and he had a concealed carry weapon permit. But they did say he had to turn in that gun for 30 days and any other guns he had. And they were back at the home and they did find in his safe a canine handgun, a Beretta, a nine millimeter, a GP 100, 357. I don't know what that is. And an AR 15. So as you can imagine, this story was big and the rumors were circulating and 
Now back to the altercation that I couldn't verify, but the, the overwhelming word on the street that is alleged, alleged, alleged is that there were texts between, he found texts between Christina and their contractor friend, Gary, who worked on the set and production team of, um, flip or flop and that it was not just platonic. And that's why he was so angry. So eight months after the incident, the couple finally spoke out about it eight months. And in that statement, they also announced their separation and plans to file for divorce. So they actually separated six months after this happened, but they made the statement eight months later and they included both things at once. I think they knew they couldn't announce their separation and not say something about that because they'd never spoken about the incident. So they announced that they are going to be co-parents and friends and put the kids first. Wish each other the best. Yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Yep. But the surprise was that they also would remain co-stars and business partners and HGTV was standing by them. And in fact, the next season of their show, the ratings went up. Probably morbid curiosity. hundred percent. The most I've in. ever been interested in that show is after I found out they were. Yeah. Divorced. Cause you're like, how do they work together on camera now after yeah. whatever happened happens? And I was thinking about it and I was thinking, oh, Kimora Lee and uh, Russell Simmons stayed on working together after they divorced, but it wasn't on camera. I mean, it was on the reality show. He made appearances, but this is like co-hosting a show. Like, it's- Did you ever watch the last season of John and Kate plus eight? It's whenever they already hated each other and they would sit on the couch and both of them were (gasps) sitting. It is chilling to watch them. They're like, yeah, and then the kids this. It was horrific. And the very last scene, it's like they're getting divorced. I'm like, no crap. I've watched this divorce happen in real time. Yeah, I mean, they were toxic way before that too. But it was worse whenever it was like the end. It was so, but anyway, that's what I was thinking. It would be like, like, how do you, how do you do that? I really don't know. Well, I really Money. think that they're, yeah, I really think that who would <laughs> want to walk away from that contract? They've built something and if they can maintain it and keep people like feeling favorable about their brand and their show, they're going to keep doing it. It's only going to help their other endeavors individually. Um, but here is regarding that incident. Here is my least favorite part. I'm going to send something to you. I just sent you a clip of Tarek appearing on the Dr. Oz show. Um, move it forward to one minute, 35 seconds and watch until two minutes, 30 seconds, please. We're confusing like the 911 call. What really went down that night? I mean, that was just a huge misunderstanding on her part, not my part. I had bought two mountain bikes. I sent my neighbor a text. I said, can I borrow your bike? Because I want to go scout trails. He wasn't home. I have a CCW, California Concealed Carry, which means I can legally carry a firearm. I live in the canyons where there's wildlife and bobcats and mountain lions. And I literally went on a hike. And next thing I know, there's like a sheriff's helicopter circling. I'm like, geez, what are these guys doing? I'm like, yeah, they must be looking for somebody bad. And then uh, and I realized, well, wait a minute. They're looking for me. And next thing I know, I see 11 sheriffs around me and off-road vehicles and guns on me. And I'm like, wait, am I the guy? I think I'm the guy. What do I do? So it was a surreal experience. It was like my life was in slow motion. My life paused for a moment, and it was like I was living a movie. That was probably one of the biggest defining moments of my life where I remember the sights, the sounds, and the smell. First of all, I zoomed in to see if his eyes were indeed black because they look like he has no soul when I was watching that. That was Mm -hmm. a little Mm -hmm. startling. And I like that he fully blames her, that he just says... Can you even? No, and not if they're continuing to work together and all this. You would think keeping up with appearances, I would just say it was a misunderstanding. 
to say it was on her part, it's a little aggressive. I found that so appalling. Like, excuse me, sir. She obviously was concerned. Right. What's the alternative? Like, play that out if he had been in a really bad way and went and did something terrible. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I I was really surprised, too, that that they seem very aware of PR and optics to be that um, candidly, you know, blaming her about it. Yeah. Was so gross to me. What looks different about him in that clip? Does he normally have, he normally has, he has facial hair now, facial right? Facial hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the consensus is people prefer him with the facial hair. Yeah. 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 I, I would yeah. agree. It I takes away too. from the dead eyes. <laughs> it distracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we're getting, we'll get there at the end, I guess, in terms of like our feelings about, about both of them, but yeah. He's an interesting character. So the couple splits. They continue to work together in a, in a very public capacity. And Christina did go on to briefly date said contractor in the text. So there probably was some validity to that, but it didn't last long. And during the same time, Tark, don't feel, you know, in case you were feeling bad for him, he found comfort in the arms of their children's nanny. So oh. all was, you know, just going swimmingly. Neither of those relationships lasted long, but Christina would soon find love quickly with another reality star from across the pond. Aunt Anstead? Yeah. Do you know him? Well, I know that he eventually dates and maybe breaks up with Renee Zellweger. Yes. I feel like they're actually still together right now. Maybe. But yeah, yeah. There's something recently that went on with them. Like maybe they were going to get engaged and they did, you know, or gossip. I don't know. That's all. Yeah. Okay, so Aunt Anstead is the host of a show on, well, we see it through A&E, but it was originally just in England, and it was called Wheelers and Dealers. He was also on For the Love of Cars, Building Cars Live, and Master Mechanic. So if real estate is Christina and Tarek's brand, cars are Aunt Anstead's, and Aunt is uh, short for Anthony. Oh, thank you. I was hoping that wasn't his Christian name. I cannot yeah. figure that one out. <laughs> yes. So they fell hard and fast and were married in the same calendar year as the finalization of Tarek and Christina's marriage. So they were officially divorced uh, January of 2018. They'd been separated for over a year, though. And in December of 2018, Christina married Aunt. So that would be considered a flip, right? It's in the Ooh. same calendar year. <laughs> yes. I love, love, love it. Yes. She flipped husbands big time. Um yeah. Well, let's talk about it. So she is a type because, you know, it's not like he looks so different from Tark, but I would say actually she did maybe like trade up a little. I agree. Right. And here's the nanny who could definitely be Christina's. Wait, where's the nanny? The nanny is to my, in the circle. Okay. Okay. I got it. I don't know what oh, she okay. is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I to see To my I left. I thought I that know. could have been one of their kids. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, she looks related as well, young, and also looks like a little Christina cutout. Mm -hmm. So we'll get on to the other ones. But yeah, if you're watching along on YouTube, I've got um, all the love interests up on the Zoom behind me, and um, it tells quite a story. So they, Aunt and Christina would go on to have a son together in 2019. So again, quickly, uh, named Hudson. And then the couple split in September of 2020. And the divorce was just finalized in June of last year, 2021. And that same summer in July, she announced she was dating Joshua Hall, who is an Austin-based realtor. And yes, they are now engaged. 
lots of uh, comments about this and she's just not having it. And on her Instagram, she's just like, I know you all think this is too fast and I will do what I want. And Mm -hmm. that is absolutely what she should do, but it is very fast. And, um, it's a lot, I think not just to date that many people, but to bring them in as like step parents. Yeah. That's just a lot, a lot of change for the Mm -hmm. kids. But Josh is interesting, not because he's a realtor. That's just keeping on brand. I think the car thing was, you know, too much of a too departure. Far. She had to bring it back to real estate. It's interesting because there's some reality crossovers with Josh. Ooh. Josh Hall has two younger sisters, Stacy Hall Adams and Jessica. And Stacy was uh, a bartender on the hills. Oh, really? Yes. And his sister Jessica was a former Playboy model who hosted the MTV reality series Burned and made regular appearances on Kendra because she's best friends with Kendra Wilkinson. Oh. But wait, there's more. His sister Jessica, the same one, the Playboy model, also hosts the podcast called Flashbacks. She hosts it by herself, but she used to have a co-host. Any guesses who her co-host was? Um, she's gonna she's in the picture she's, she's the only the one picture. we haven't What's discussed yet yes no um Heather Ray thank you yeah okay yes. hold on hold on bring me to that circle again bring me through that okay so she, uh Christina is now dating the man to my right if you're looking at my right okay um, Again, another version of Ant and Tarek. His name is Josh Hall. He's an Austin-based real estate agent. His sisters are both reality stars. Stacy played a bartender in the hills, and Jessica was a former Playboy model who's been on Kendra, uh, Kendra's two of her, both of her shows. And she used to co-host a podcast called Flashbacks, co-hosted with Heather Ray Young of Selling Sunset. Oh my what? Okay, right. but can I tell you that I thought the pictures that you have to the right side of you, I think, I thought one was Heather and then uh, oh. the one with the double sets. I thought that oh. it was Aunt and Christina and then Heather and uh, I didn't know that that was Christina twice. Okay, so herein lies the uh, what in the what subway tile is going on here. <laughs> like, this is just like just different versions of the same person it is it's weird oh that is i wow i was i don't i can't mm -mm. i'm glad you appreciated that i didn't find this little tidbit about heather and the podcast till today and i was like gosh i'm so glad we didn't record last night yeah so for anybody who maybe doesn't know heather ray young is one of the stars of selling sunset on netflix which is a superior real estate show and she is now engaged to Tarek el musa Hack, Christina Hack's first husband. Hollywood is such a small town. Wait, you said okay. engaged. You mean they're married. 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 They're married. very married. We had to hear about Sorry, that whole thing. I, yes, they are so, so married and we will get there. So speaking of Heather, Tarek did take a little longer than Christina to get back onto the market. Real estate. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. Good job. But we see his relationship with Heather, star of the one of, as I mentioned, one of the stars of the reality show Selling Sunset, as her love story with him unfolds on Selling Sunset, I think in season two. Yeah, there haven't even been that many seasons. I think you're right. Right? It had to be because it wasn't the first. Now, we don't really see him see him, but we see her say she meets a guy on a boat. She's out on her boat. He's out on his. She jumps off from her boat to his boat. And the rest was, well, 
a relationship renovation, as they say, I guess, because <laughs> I mean, look, I don't, a lot of people say he also traded up in Heather. I actually think Christina is incredibly beautiful, but it's uncanny how similar they are. The brown eyes, blonde hair, heart-shaped face, super thin and tall. Yeah, honest, I promise you, I literally kept looking at those two photos thinking she it was the same She does look a lot person. like Heather in that picture. She yeah. really, really does. Um, but these two guys, Ant and Josh Hall, they look like they could be better looking body doubles for Tarek. It's crazy. It's yeah, just crazy. It, yeah. Hmm. Melissa and I, and I, I just feel like it's worth mentioning. We, we've talked a lot off the podcast about Heather's Instagram. And she's one of those unfortunate cases where if you only were to meet her through her Instagram, you would very much maybe possibly if you're me or Melissa, not like her. Yeah. Aggressively <laughs> not like her. And she just puts everything out there, but also pretends in her captions that she's real and unfiltered and authentic. And she shows the ups and downs and she just wants to be real with you guys. Can I just be real with you guys? Mm -hmm. Life isn't always hard, but you know, life isn't always perfect, but dot, dot, dot. However, I kind of like her on the show. I know. I think there was some kind of a warp between the last season and this season where yeah. I found her Instagram and disliked her so much. Same. And I saw her on the show and was like, is she likable? I'm very confused. Remember, we both had to basically confess to one another that we didn't hate her in the show. Exactly. And I have to say, if it's going to go one way or the other, that's the better way to go. Be hated on the Instagram, but liked for your actual work on your show. Yeah. Because to me, Chriselle is kind of having the opposite experience. Agree. Enjoy her Instagram more. I don't think it's amazing. I'm just saying mm -hmm. it doesn't make me want to die. And <laughs> I find her insufferable on the latest season of Selling Sunset. Too much. Way too much. Too much. So, you know, I think we can all just like keep an open mind when viewing social media and reality shows. That's the takeaway. But um, Tarek and Heather do everything very, very publicly. I will say Christina didn't. I mean, people obviously picked up the headlines about her engagement and her weddings and who these guys were. But Tarek and Heather's relationship has been followed. And I'm sure right. they're a big part of that. Um, and HGTV gave them a special, which I am like, wow, they're getting it. Like they're kind of, I, I just... They're making money on all sides of this, they right? Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's just interesting that they went to that network. Maybe he had to contractually, but just for their wedding special to be on like Christina's network. Yeah. It's so icky to me. But anyway, they had a big wedding hoopla called Tarek and Heather, The Big I Do. And if you want to know anything about it, you don't need to watch it. You can just go to Heather's Instagram. Oh my gosh. It was so many. It was posting day after day. And Every day was pictures. a tasting and what color should my nails be? How should I wear my hair? Hey Which guys, dress? Just want to know what you think. What should I yeah. pick from you, internet audience? Give me a break. Yeah. Don't even try to do this. Oh, she combed back. through those 17,000 comments. You know she did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. I don't know. She's, it was. Mm -mm. But you know who hasn't learned how to do Instagram? That's who? Uh, who is the other girl on there? Not Chriselle, um Maya? Mary. 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 Mary's terrible oh. at Instagram. I love it. Mary's Instagram looks like she is not someone who's on the same show as them. No, it doesn't look like they were born in the same millennium. She just kind <laughs> of is. It's always like a cut of her walking. Like somebody's like, one, two, three, walk. It's and then they start recording her. I love it. So bad. And she's not, she's not a natural. No, 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 no. Not no. a natural. Mm -hmm. um, enjoy her too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. So let's go back to business, Melissa, because the drama 
in their love lives is enough to fill a story, but we're here for the crime. And so we had that gun incident, but that is not the only um, time they made legal headlines. When Flipper Flop became very popular, the couples attached their name to a holding company called Zurich LLC. Zurich started a real estate seminar to teach people how to invest in homes and flip them. They used Tarek and Christina's images and names and all the marketing materials. So basically, Melissa, it'd be like you open your mailbox and there's a flyer and it would say something like, the stars of America's favorite reality TV show, Tarek and Christina, are now flipping Florida. So it would be like to your market. Right. And as you can imagine, hundreds and thousands of people did want to do this. So the companies put these free events on and leveraged the couple's success and got people in the room because it was free and by misrepresenting that the couple might be involved somehow in the actual seminar. So people would show up thinking Tarek and Christina for free are going to teach them how to flip houses. It's actually really, it's sad. I mean, it's really, was like preying on people's, it's very aggressive um, sales tactics. Um, Okay. So have I told you the name of the seminar yet? Uh, Zurich. No, no, that's no, no, the that holding company. company. So they had to name and brand this this event. So any guesses, Melissa, what they called this like compelling real estate course where you could learn how to flip a home like Tarek and Christina? Flipper flop with Tarek and Christina. <laughs> oh no. I think legally Flipping. they probably couldn't get oh, yeah, away true. with that. Success path real estate seminar. <laughs> that sounds like I'm a like... cult and not a good one. Well, yeah. Okay. Since you said cult, Nexium before it was Nexium was called Executive Success Program. Yeah. I think it's literally like trying to be a low key, nondescript, no red flags. We're just doing boring <laughs> business over here. Nothing to see. No I ass. literally think that's why they um, picked that name. Uh, it's now called Elevate, according to the website. And uh, again, not saying it's a cult, but cults often rebrand and change their names after they get bad press. So. Here's what we've got. Free seminar in a hotel ballroom. The couple never attends them. The messaging never says they will attend them, but the language is confusing and includes things like have the courage to retire rich, take hold of your time and income. Another alarming practice that would occur at the free event, they advise attendees to call their credit card companies while they're there to increase their available limits so they can pay for the next training. So they get them in on a free one and then they say... But wait, there's more. We can't give you all the secrets here. We have to know who's really committed. So call your credit card company. Make sure you're going to be able to like do this. Also, if you get investors for a property, you're going to need like a higher line of credit. So go ahead and do that now. This is one of the things they communicate is like a tip as like part of your business protocol. I know. So the next course costs $2,000 and they go up from there because there's not just one. They promise that when you invest in that class, you will get, quote, Tarek and Christina's methods of finding properties that are so very unique, others don't know about them. <laughs> what is That's the MLS the literal search for that? Language. That's the literal language. And I am not laughing at anyone who signed up for this. No. I am a dreamer. I am an entrepreneur. I want to achieve my dreams and will do a lot of things necessary to do them. Right. So I don't, I laugh at, it's laughable, like how they worded that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Look, a lot of people went and then there was a lot of backlash because people started going to them and shockingly, they were not becoming millionaires flipping homes. Hmm. So 
in addition to these flyers all over the country, they were popping up in every city, by the way, countrywide. In addition to all those ballrooms, they were also, this real estate company was popping up on Better Business Bureau, scamreport.com. They were being reported a lot. And Dave Lieber, who's a well-known watchdog investigative journalist, did a big expose on this real estate seminar. And he called Christina and Tark out publicly for their part in it because he felt it was a scam and he felt like it was really lame is not the word he used, but it was lame that they would allow their, because you know, they weren't endorsing those practices necessarily, or maybe they didn't even know, but they definitely were allowing them to use their likeness. And I'm sure they got a fee for all of that. Sure. So he called them out. Yes, absolutely. And that got a lot of eyes on the couple and the program so much so that the couple felt the need to respond to it. And they did with a public YouTube message. One more little clip for you. This is Tark. This is my wife, Christina. And we're really sorry we couldn't make it to the event, but we're here today with Habitat for Humanity, along with the Success Path team, working on building this beautiful house for a deserving veteran. And uh, we just love giving back to the community. And that's what we do. We're in real estate, we improve homes. Um, and everybody uh, is happy at the end of the day, and um, they deserve it. So maybe we'll see you at a future event, Watchdog. <laughs> How did they get a TV show again? <laughs> it's not charismatic on camera. No. Maybe we'll see you at an event there, Watchdog. I don't even know what she's talking about at the end. I think she's saying, like, we sometimes are at these. Maybe we'll see you there. Yeah. Like. Also, when he says Habitat for Humanity, it's like the cue card got, yeah, he's like, like, was shuffled. They were like, wait, where am I? I mean, again, this goes back to the Oz thing. Like, this is a couple aware of PR. They're like, okay, we're going to make a statement and we're going to be like in t-shirts and aprons making homes for veterans when we do it. Everyone's really happy at the end of the day. That was so weird. So awkward. So Dave's reporting not only got the attention of the public, alerting them that they're probably being bamboozled, the Federal Trade Commission got involved and in much more legal terms, basically called the whole thing a scheme. They sued the Utah Holding Company, which is Zurich's, which is where they're based. And I just want to highlight some of the elements of this lawsuit. It's a 37-page document. I will spare you all of the legal jargon, of course. But these are some things of note that I think give some color to what kind of scheme this was. Point 12 says Zurich's representations are false and unsubstantiated. Consumers are unlikely to earn thousands of dollars in profit from real estate investments by using Zurich's products. They are unlikely to receive 100% funding for real estate deals through Zurich's or its partners and affiliates. Moreover, Zurich's six-month money-back guarantee contains substantial limitations and Zurich's fails to disclose adequately until after consumers have paid for the three-day workshop. They also said that they only got partial reimbursements, all the people who joined. So it's it was really bad. I mean, there was yeah. 37 ways pages of saying like scam, fraud, scam, fraud. Right. The lawsuit just settled this year and Zurich's will be banned from the industry. They are not allowed to do any more real estate seminars. That also happened to Keith Ranieri and the loophole is you just find someone else to put say, it in their name. Do something different. Yeah. But, um, yeah. They'll just put it in someone else's name, but at least there is that legally on paper. They also have to pay back $12 million to various consumers who were affected by this. Good. Now, Christina and Tarek have escaped relatively unscathed they were obviously connected as we said but they were very smart in how they attached it because they're mentioned in the suit as in 
their likeness, their right. images, but they are not named as plaintiffs. Mm. So they avoided all the legal fallout from this. And Christina, throughout this course of time, got a spinoff show after the divorce called Christina on the Coast. And it was about her rebuilding her life with Anthony and their home renovation for their new family. It's in the fourth season. So I don't know if, oh, there's, wow. if it's... Um, continuing I think it's on hiatus right now and I'm not sure if there's going to be another season or if it's faded out I don't know Tarek got another show called well let's talk about Tarek so as I was saying there was not a lot of fallout so that's what's going on with Christina I looked up Tarek I wanted to see if he had a website because Christina doesn't and he certainly does the real Tarek Almusa.com these are all his endeavors right now Flipping 101 with Tarek El Moussa is an HGTV show. So another show in addition to Flipper Flop, okay. which continues. Homemade investor, comma, real estate education. I think this is his rebrand of the aforementioned Success Path program. Okay. And you have to call to inquire. You can leave in, you can ask for information via web, the website and call, but there is no like if you Paper click there trail? for more information, it's call this number. It's we're mm -hmm. going to be in this city, but you can't register online. So it's very hmm. suspect. Then he has a podcast. I had no idea. Life by Design podcast. Then he has not one, but two, because one YouTube series isn't enough. Two YouTube series called The Breakdown Collective, which is about like mental health and all these other things and kind of like falling down to rise up or something. And the last one is called Tarek's Two Cents because we haven't heard enough in all those other forums. So that is the story of Tarek and Christina who really have reemerged still like real estate gold, you know, like they're, yeah. they're doing just fine. And, and the scandal with this business, I think is pretty bad. It's not a good look. I'm surprised mm -hmm. HGTV is just continues to endorse them and, you know, their love lives don't seem to be lacking. There's lots of blonde brunette co-mingling. Yeah. And um, according to the couple, that whole thing with the gun was really blown out of proportion. And he really was just going for a hike and brought a gun to protect himself from animals. And there was nothing more to it. Um, and I just don't believe them. <laughs> I just don't find them trustworthy. Well, it feels like if he has a concealed carry, which he does, and he goes hiking and he is worried about mountain lions, and that's something he does a lot, it would not be, why would they call the cops on this one time? I was just, I forgot to mention that. I'm so glad you said that. That is exactly what stood out to me too. It's like, oh, if this was such an everyday occurrence, why the 911 call? Right. Like, Something was different. Because they would have just said, oh, Targ went hiking. You know, or if he had gone missing or something and like, oh, he carried a gun because he always did that. Like it just it was such so yeah. clearly out of the norm and not an everyday experience. Even if the friend's the one that saw it, then she would tell Christina, who would say, yeah, whenever he goes hiking, it always he, happens. He blows off steam. He likes to take a walk and he brings a gun with him because yeah. there's mountain lions. Yes. Yeah, something, right. something wasn't And why right would there. he walk out like that and not just say to the friend going hiking? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, two things could be true. He could have been really mad and saying crazy stuff and then doing what he normally does, which is go for a walk to calm down and bring in true. his gun with him. But there's a reason for the call that day. Absolutely. And so I don't know. I just like my takeaway on these two is that I don't I don't I don't like them. Usually I do these stories and I'm like, oh, I like them so much less than I did, or mm -hmm. I like, I, they win me over. I read something really right. redemptive and like for neat for either of them, I really didn't. Although I will say like, I feel more 
strongly dislike towards Tarek because of his comment towards Christina. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I'm not a fan of his. I don't know. Just something about him rubs me the wrong way. Me I'm too. always a little irritated when somebody is so publicly like with Heather, how it's like, we were meant to be together. We're soulmates. We have only, this is the only love I've ever known, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then somebody has kids with somebody else. I just always feel like that's such a weird dig and to be like, yeah, I didn't really love your mom. I don't know. I just don't, I'm like so weird about that. And like, I know defensive. I don't know Christina. I don't care, but it's just a weird thing to be like, that wasn't real love, but this is also, I had two kids with her, but you know, you guys are fine. I guess I'll keep you. Yeah, it's common, but it, it, I guess when it happens in a very short period of time and kids are young and you can't quite explain, you know, your mom and I grew apart or like they were, I think, I don't know how old they were when they got divorced. Yeah, yeah. I um, cannot tell. They were young. They were young. Um, wait, there was one other thing I wanted to say about them. Oh, and also, as someone who's never been an ex-wife or a stepmom, I just imagine that that's got to be super hard. And uh, one of the things Heather does on her Instagram is refer to themselves as like a family and like her as this bonus mom. And there's this one Instagram of her in the car. And she's like, this is how the Elmooses prep for Taylor's soccer game. And I know she took his name. They're married. They can't, she right. can. And I know Christina removed it from her. She right. can, she's divorced, but right. still like your kids are Elmooses because of your ex husband. And I then get for, it. like, do you know what I'm saying? Like totally my married last name. If there was another woman on Instagram being like, this is how we do it. I'd be like, no, you are not part of that. Like my it's husband like and kids can do that. You from yeah, like a racing family person. narrative. Yeah. yeah. And I get it. Like it's great if she can be a part of it and if they all get yes. along, it's good yes. for the kids. All of that's really good. Right. But I absolutely know what you mean. Cause it like, as somebody that's never been an ex-wife or a stepmom, it's yeah. still like, I think like, oh, how would I feel in that situation? And it kind of, I don't know. It's like now you have this new shiny thing that's, you know, just yeah. steps into your place and just takes over. I don't know. It's like I maybe just don't put it on issues. Instagram. Like have that moment Heather, in the car. stop on Instagram. Just, just yeah, It doesn't can't. have to be public. So yeah, so flip or flop or flop. get slides. Or flip <laughs> or flop. <laughs> Flopper get slides. That's my new favorite. <laughs> Sliding into flipper flop. Maybe that's the title. I don't yeah, know. You um, got it. Anyway, I didn't watch any of the show for this. I just relied on past memory <sighs> because it wasn't necessary. No. Um, and so I would like some new shows to watch. So I'm hoping maybe you're watching something that I am not. Okay. Rebecca, we've talked about this. We are both watching a lot of shows. I'm watching I more TV in the past two weeks than than should be allowed. I'm watching, uh, what is it, Love in, the, uh, Love in the Wild, something like that. I mean, just all kinds of things, just random okay. everything. But here's my clues. This is the one okay. I'm giving you because I think it's going to upset you the most. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> the first clue is A&E. It's on A&E. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. The next one is Not Children. Okay. And the last one is, this is not really a clue, but kind of, it gives me Woody Allen vibes. Okay. So if it's not children, it's adults. Mm-hmm. Grownups. Adults. adults is the first word. Adults. And the last word. What? There's three words. Adults. A and E, adults. Woody Allen vibes. So is it like New York based? Is Are they in the New York? Are they Think in New York? the worst part of Woody Allen. Not like that but like i'm like oh no not but it uh, incest no 
This is a show called Adults Adopting Adults. It is adult humans like these two, and they are adopting people over the age of 18. So there's the Woody Allen vibe. So there are several couples oh, on here. I think. Okay. <laughs> Sorry I went about into that. like a very Woody Allen aesthetic. But you also, yeah, you were like New York. I'm like, I think I could have come up with a thousand things instead of Woody Allen vibes. That's um, true. <laughs> I got a little I more just specific. went on to like sets of movies. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for doing that though. Um, you made it more innocent than it is. So there are several couples, people on here that are adopting adults. Uh, okay. One example is one that's, to me feels more innocent is a um, couple who uh, basically raised her best friend's two daughters. The kids lived with them her whole life, but the mom technically had custody. Um, And then anyway, once they became adults, the mom died and the couple that was friends with the mom wanted to adopt the two Mm. older girls. Very sweet. You can can understand that, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's another one where, um, a girl had basically been abandoned. The uh, professor, one of her professors was like, we love you. We'll take you in. Adopts her. A little stranger, but hmm. not too far. Okay. Then there is a woman who had been adopted herself who doesn't have a relationship with her adopted mother anymore, wanted her kids to have grandparents, so goes on a Facebook group, finds these two people who want to be grandparents to her grandkids. She has to, she wants to be adopted though. So they will legally be her kids' grandparents. A lot weirder, right? And it seems more like a dig to her mom. And it really is. It's definitely more personal. And last, there are these two. This guy is the worst person on reality TV. No. Yeah. So it's saying a lot for you to say. You've seen some I have reached the bottom of the the barrel. So these two are adopting a girl from, I think, Russia, and she's pregnant. She's 19, I think. They're adopting her, and they're, they're going to have They're adopting the woman, the pregnant the woman, woman. Mm-hmm. okay, as their daughter, and she, the wife is not into it. The husband's cheated on her multiple times. She's like, our relationship isn't very good. We shouldn't be doing this. The guy says, you know, I learned about adult adoption uh, when I met some girl who had puppies, or we got a puppy from, I don't remember, but- I wanted to adopt her. She didn't have a dad, but I started having feelings for her. So you can kind of see where this is going. So the wife here, not happy about this situation, knows it's weird. Everybody that she knows knows it's weird. He's like, look at my beautiful daughter. She's so beautiful. I love her. It's very Woody allen Yeah, I'm like, okay, now it's making perfect Woody Allen sense. That's where it's like, you can see what his end game is. He's just... She's so beautiful and I just love her. Oh, I'm just your dad and I can't wait to hug. This Very is so upsetting. creepy. And the poor girl was homeless in Russia. Oh, so geez. she's like, she comes here thinking she's going to have a better life and realizes this is not a good situation. And she's, it's just bad. Um, but he is terrible, totally gaslighting his wife, which I don't like using that word a whole lot because I think it gets used a lot. But sometimes but it applies. It, it This is what it was made for. And the yeah. poor wife is just so broken down and like she feels guilty because she knows what this girl would go back to because he's drilled that into her head. So it's really just messed up. But it's on Monday nights on A&E <laughs> and... <laughs> And I'm very really messed up, and you can catch it on. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be watching it tonight. Um, It's intriguing. I'm not going to lie. It's very interesting, and like there are the sweet aspects. Oh, you know who is on there? Um, 
Remember the guy who was going to adopt? He was married to Zsa Zsa Gabor, I think, or mm-hmm. one of the Gabors. You don't know which. I don't know which one. Ava. And he, We've gotten was, them mixed up before. <laughs> I know. So I refuse. It was a Gabor and Prince whatever. And so he wanted to adopt Anna Nicole Smith. And he's now trying to adopt somebody because something with his lineage or something for them to be able to get the inheritance of the I... Gabors, it has to go to his like offspring so he's like looking for somebody yeah relative i was just thinking i've got to assume there are some motives on the younger people being adopted even though that are adults that like there's going to be some inheritance i mean i can't believe i'm thinking that way but that is how i think it's probably because of what i watch on television a hundred percent but there is some of that but you can see how it works both ways but like the one adopted girl because she's been adopted she actually has to like have her mom give up Right. I don't know. It's very confusing, but it's, you know, it's different in each state and everything, but it is fascinating. And there are, like I said, that, that one story is very sweet that they just want to have, they will have a mom, yeah. like they will have yeah. them as their dad, legally speaking, and yeah. they can change their name on their birth, all those kind of things. You get that. Sure. But then you get this guy and you're yeah. like, this is going to end up in a dateline. It's, it's terrible, but I'm going to watch it. it. <laughs> It really is so creepy um, and makes like the pureness of what it could be so tainted. Such a bummer. But that's why it's a show, right? That's why I'm watching it. Um, No, I'm watching it for the goodness, but also the trash. Um, Yeah, I've had to not tell you this all week because I knew. Yeah, no, this is intriguing. And I also like the ratio sounds nice. Like it sounds like it's the trash to pureness ratio is different from what you've been watching prior. So that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm balancing myself out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Zoloft. Uh, interesting. Okay. All right, Rebecca. Um, I'm going to get you to watch this one. And what is it that you are I watching will. this week? Netflix. Okay. Dating app. Mm, mystery. Tinder Swindler. Mm-hmm. Did you watch I loved it? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was so good. We talked about it. I think we might have. Yeah, possibly. Because I think I wanted to ask you if you had anybody from it on your show, because that tends to happen. Yeah, it does tend to happen. And I didn't get anyone from this this time. But um, I thought it was really well done. And I wanted to bring it up because I thought it was such a good exercise in not victim blaming, which I'm mm-hmm. generally really good at, at, at not victim blaming. I, I feel like, I don't know, <laughs> I've like worked on that muscle. Like, that's sure. not my instinct. But when this started, I was like, ladies, like, why are we sending passport numbers, you know, over like apps? I get it's to get on a private plane, but still. Right. And then I felt very humbled and like retracted that halfway through because I really see how he manipulated them and was just, oh, I mean, talk about gaslighting. Like, Mm -hmm. like, is it gaslighting if they don't, maybe gaslighting doesn't apply, but the manipulation and the lies were just so unbelievable um but i thought it was just really well done i really liked the style of it for anyone who doesn't know it's about um this swindler this con artist who took to tinder and got himself positioned himself as a a billionaire's son some he was in the diamond industry right spoiler he was not a billionaire's son or in the diamond industry but he got these women to send him large amounts of money, but he got many women to do it at once. So he was able to 
put on this kind of extravagant lifestyle. And so he could, he kind of, it checked out because he did bring you on a private plane and he did, you did spend the night with him at fancy hotels and crazy dinners, but he was paying for it all on the, like other women's dime. Right. And, um, yeah. So it's just the tale of like the women discovering it and kind of banding together to expose him. And uh, I thought it was genius. Yeah. But so well done. It does. When you're talking about victim blaming and stuff, you, I know exactly what you're saying, but on this one, it is so wild because you think, okay, we've all seen these kind of swindlings and there's lots Mm. of romantic swindling, swindlings and stuff, but it's never like this. It's never somebody who is, is bringing you on a private jet. And there's all these other people that you think, well, you would never think all these people can be a part of this like scheme or whatever. It, it made sense. It, It was just a very wild story. I love the girl at the end who was like, you know, what she ended up doing as her like getting him back Mm -hmm. and just laughing about it and like also I agree what checked out about this was that he had such a tightly sort you know he had characters in his story for verification so these women were like well there's the bodyguard and there's pictures and there's communications with various family members and it reminds me of two really good podcasts if you like catfishing stories um I highly recommend Sweet Bobby, fantastic podcast. Oh, yeah, I listened to that one. That was really good. Very similar, mm-hmm. not similar, but kind of. Like, it, it, it was an extravagant um, right. tale was spun with characters, right, that I don't want to give it away. And um, Do You Know Mordecai is another one. So they're just, like, catfishing stories, and I, I love that this is kind of becoming a trend in true crime because mm-hmm. I think it's educational. I think people can learn some For tips. sure. So many people dating that way. Like, this is something to be very aware of, and it happens to men, too, uh, mm-hmm. just less often. So those I would recommend, too. If you're into that kind of story, definitely watch The Tinder Swindler and definitely listen to those two podcasts. I'll throw them in the show notes. Perfect. But, yeah, um, those are... Yeah, that was a good one. That was a I haven't I feel like I haven't watched a multi-series, whatever, special what a docu-series call it docu-series in a while. And I really enjoyed that one. Melissa, I would like to know if you would share a story with me next time and if I could have some clues. Yes. And yes. Okay. I have three clues. I'm hoping you get this. I'm very excited. Oh, me too. I don't know what a story it'll be, but I've got some ideas. Okay. First clue. Lauren, second clue, so many. movie, okay. movies, third clue, rules, Lauren, movies, rules. I mean, nothing is coming to mind. <laughs> I mean, The Hills is coming to mind because there's so many Laurens. No. Lauren from Jersey Housewives. No. The daughter. No. What other Laurens are there? There's so many Laurens. Movies. Uh-huh. Rules. 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 Oh. Okay. Is it Lala? Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like I maybe might know where we're going, but I'm not sure. I know. Um, to be quite honest, it could change in the middle, but I have my main players, I think, in this. Uh, I can do it. I think I know more now that you've said that. Uh, can't wait. I have an idea, um, but I will just sit tight and be patient until then. And really, I hope for the best. Um, that's all we can Always. do. Yeah. 
I'm excited. That's all we ask of our listeners too. Thank you for listening. Just keep expecting the worst and you will be pleasantly surprised every time. Promise. Probably. Melissa's <laughs> not so sure. <laughs> not next week. We should get um, criminality flip-flops. <laughs> oh, I can't think of anything I would hate more. It, just the pictures worst. of people's feet would absolutely no. make me lose my mind. That's what would happen, this Rebecca. This makes total sense. And you and I have a mutual disdain for the beach toe pictures we've all done them i'm not saying i've never done it i know i just know better feet are there i know if you were there your feet are there put a middle i know it's i don't care like i know know we don't all want to do like a full body bathing suit shot in the beach that's fine just doesn't have to be just your feet you could just do the palm tree you could also just not tell us yeah that you're there there's all there the options are endless do a thumbs up like my son in every photo (laughs) oh so cute go ahead and give us a follow on instagram and twitter we're at criminality show And you can watch us on YouTube, also at Criminality Show. And you can catch Melissa every Tuesday on her other podcast, Moms and Murder. And you can find Rebecca every Wednesday on her other podcast, Dialogue. D-I-E hyphen (laughs) A-L-O-G-U-E. The pause was not for you to spell, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Criminality. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and give the show a rating and review. The reality is it would be a crime to keep your thoughts to yourself. And come join the fun outside of the podcast and follow us on social media. We are at Criminality Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Memes are welcome. We'll see you in two weeks with a new episode. Until then, you can catch my co-host Melissa on her weekly show, Moms and Murder and Rebecca Sebastian on her podcast, Dialogue, a true crime conversation. Don't forget, loving reality isn't a crime.